Alright, so today Today is part 2 of the previous <laughs> episode It's called Nightmare Clients Because we just did Dream Clients yes. So you know life, uh, I always say it's 50-50, right? You mm. have 50% good, you have got 50% bad mm. So let's talk about the bad clients Oh, love it Okay, <laughs> so let's talk about firstly The kinds of Nightmare Clients What, mm. what do I think makes a Nightmare Client? So what do you think? Unbreak my heart. Shaldi. Say you love me again. What's the Tony Braxton? Why are you crying? Not crying lah. Hey! I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. I'm so I'm, happy you're back. I'm back to pay my dues. Wow, you have been slogging like a new <laughs> since you came back. Oh, So since young I think my mom always tell me. <笑>你是属牛的所以你要做牛做嘛还可以赚钱你觉得呢不会啊我觉得我很<笑><笑><笑> I feel that I come back I have to slog I have to slog it's Reasonable. No, and the thing is because you are going away again. Yes, I'm going to the States. That's why today we have to do three episodes. Yes, and I prepped until 5 plus in the morning. <gasps> yes, and then went to sleep, then woke up at 11 to do the show. Wonder your notes look like a novel. Yes. It looks really thick. Very thick. Yeah. Yes. But before we get started yeah. on our topic of the day, mm-hmm. today you will notice that our show is a bit different. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Uh? It's because we have decided to take away the Love Gram segment. Yes. And, that, <laughs> and there's a reason behind mm. why we decided to do that. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Do you want to explain? Um, it's after some discussion internally. We received some uh, feedback, some constructive feedback recently. Um, we, I don't know, I think we're just trying to be more aware and mindful about mm. the potential of coming across as too in love with ourselves and too yeah. much of a humble bragging. Yeah, I mean, to be honest also, la, I think um, I th- I, we love getting uh, nice messages from listeners, right? Mm-hmm. But also I think, yeah, maybe it's not necessary to read love grams all the time because mm-hmm. people who already listen to our podcast mm-hmm. know what we're about mm-hmm. and what they can get from it. Mm-hmm. So I guess it might come across to some people mm. if every week we read, you know, love grams dedicated to talking about how yeah. how much they love us. Then yeah. like, yeah, it can feel a bit uncomfortable yes. for some people, but that's not our intention not la, in the all. first place. Not at all. Yeah, mm. I mean, why do we read Love Grams? The reason why I want to read Love Grams is because we treasure and we cherish what kind of encouragement and compliments you send us. We really, really appreciate and take them to heart. It's like our little encouragement jar. Yes, we get paid mm. in encouragement and compliments and mm. appreciation. And that fuels us. Yes. Right? And I, I don't feel apologetic or shameful in embracing the compliments. And I would love for everybody to be able to embrace compliments when people give you a compliment. Yeah. So, And I, I want to acknowledge it on air because I think that you guys take time and effort to craft something that is so sincere and genuine mm-hmm. after having listened to many of our episodes. Mm-hmm. And we want to reciprocate the love by 
telling you that we hear you and mm, we mm, really, mm. really appreciate. So it's from that intention. It's, it's not, not coming from a place of, ha, huh, we are so good. You <laughs> know, bright, it's not that. And also, the, here's another very practical reason why I think mm. that sharing love grab is very important because I feel that self-development work. Sometimes we need to inspire other people who might be feeling lonely and thinking that they are weird. Like, why am I so different? And in a podcast, when you hear that other people are also reflective, other people Mm. are also struggling, other people are also trying to make use of the podcast to, you know, do self-reflection. When they hear messages like this of what other people are doing, then it becomes a very motivating thing. And Mm -mm. they go like, oh, I also feel like I want to do this for myself, you know? I agree. Because other people are doing that and people are serious about this. Yes. Mm, So that's the effect that I wanted to achieve when we share the Love Grams lah. Not to not to show off lah. No lah. That's not us at all. Yeah, I mean, because starting, we we started this show and one of the things that we really wanted to do was to be very, very real. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, and we also want to move away. We don't want to do those influencer kind of stuff. Mm, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so we got some feedback lah, and mm. then we we thought, yeah, you know, if you if you think that what we have been doing or like or celebrating our like sometimes we celebrate that oh we got onto iTunes charts. Yeah. If that sounds like humble bragging, I mean, I'm quite happy to have people actually tell us that. Mm. I mean, then it makes us reflect lah. I think. And to, I guess, improve in terms of how we do this podcast thing. Yeah, I think we're not arrogant, so arrogant until we don't want to listen to feedback of or understand that there's a potential in coming across as humble bragging. But like what I've already shared in the other people's uh, opinion and criticisms episode, really... The opinion is all about that person who has that opinion. It's got nothing to do with us, Rebecca and I. Yes. Because we know very clearly why we are sharing a love gram. Yeah. It doesn't have a single tinge of bragging at all. But if you think it's bragging, it might be because of your certain conditioning. Because then that comes across as uh, coming from a space of uh, scarcity and lack and bragging. And not a space of love. Because Mm-mm. we are really yong man man share. That's mm. our intention and motivation behind what we do. Yeah, but having mm. said that, we have decided to take that out. Yeah, but we will still be sharing love grams, but Once on IG, while, IG stories. Oh, we can do that. Yes, I'll do that on that <laughs> medium. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And if there are any particularly super meaningful ones, yeah, we will. Or, you know, inspiring ones, we will still share on the podcast. Mm. Yeah, so we're not doing this because we think that we're doing something wrong. Mm. I think we're just trying to adjust things a yes, bit. Yes, yes, tweak a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, it has to feel comfortable. Yes, so. yes. We will always do what's comfortable for us because it's our show. We want mm-hmm. to enjoy the process as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. What so other points what, do you want you to touch on? There's some other feedback. Uh, the idea of privilege. Mm. <laughs> the concept of privilege. <laughs> the concept of privilege. Yes. Um, I guess we are privileged people. We so are I guess, very. I guess the, the, the feedback was that some of the things that we talk about um, is not applicable to everyone. Mm-hmm. And then it does seem like we're coming from a good place. Mm-hmm. And then coming from a good place, then the kind of things that we say, the advice that we give, mm-hmm. is can't be used in somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. You know, for someone who is not in the same place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this person brought up this idea of privilege. No? Mm. 
What do you think? That we come across as privileged. Yes. Right. Okay, so my thought about this is we are privileged. That's why we come across as privileged. That, that is a fact, right? Yeah. But it is, we, we don't think that this is um, a right. We, that's why it's called a privilege. And mm-hmm. we are very, very grateful. And we are always very thankful about mm. having these privileges and, you know, having arrived at this point in our life. Mm. But it doesn't mean that we haven't earned the dues and the stripes. Because mm-hmm. we have made a lot of decisions and at the cost of certain things. Mm-hmm. But we have designed our life in such a way that we maximize the values that we want in our life. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's because we worked hard at it. That's why we arrive at this space. And it might seem like it's a lot of privilege. But these things didn't drop, you know, from the sky and we have it from day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we are definitely not uh, totally mindless about right. how people might be at a different stage. But mm-hmm. the point is. I am in my 40s. I'm a fossil myself. <laughs> so the certain things that I share and talk about is based on my life experience at this point in my life. Yeah. I cannot be apologetic for having certain things like financial security. I cannot apologize for the financial security. In fact, I feel that my financial security doesn't make someone else poorer. Mm. If you feel poorer because I'm richer, you have an issue. You have to work on your emotional management. Mm-mm-mm. It means that you are still a child. You are not an adult, right? Correct. There's a lot of adulting to do. I feel that when we actually want everybody to prosper together, we want everybody to flourish together. Yeah. And when we prosper together, the world becomes a better place. I mean, that's why we started this podcast, right? Because mm. we want to improve ourselves. Mm. We want to get better, right? Mm. But then we also want to do it with other people, mm. you know, and then we share our experiences. Exactly. And then at the same time, so we, we all grow together. Mm-hmm. So journeying together, we're, we're, try, we're not coming from a place of like, we're going to, teach you exactly mm-hmm. these steps. Mm. We are sharing. We mentioned this before already. Mm-hmm. We are sharing our experience. And we grow as we go. This has become our hashtag, you know. Grow, grow as, as we, we go. go. Yeah, so not to be too defensive. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we just wanted to to talk about some of the these points. Uh, yeah, and some of the changes that we are doing uh, on the podcast. And you know that we are very honest and transparent and authentic, right? So mm-hmm. our thought processes we want to share with you guys. Mm. So this is what's happened right now for the podcast at this point in time. Yes, mm. and we don't want to lose our original reason mm-hmm. for doing this. Which is? Which is to have fun. Yes. And to keep it casual. You know, mm-hmm. we started out like so casually and it was it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun to just turn on the mic and talk. Are you saying it's not fun now? <laughs> no, no. So I'm saying that it's very easy to let the criticism get yes, to us. Yes, yes. And then definitely there'll be haters, right? Like we mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when it gets to this point, then it's very easy to feel and like it's, it's not, not fun anymore. Yeah, and it's not just haters. It, it doesn't even have to be that extreme. Yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. that people are more involved right now and they feel like they're part of the tribe and there is more ownership. Mm. So what we're going to see more and more of is people shooting and not shooting us. Like, mm-hmm. you should be doing this, you should not be doing that. You know, they feel like they, they want to be heard. Yeah. You know, they feel like they're part of the show. Yeah. Uh, but we also want to put the stick on the ground and say that as creators, we cannot be so unsexy and, you know, try and be everything to everybody. Yeah. We are doing exactly. this as much as for you, but it's also for ourselves. Yeah. 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 So actually, when I heard this feedback, I didn't feel any negative emotions I at didn't. All. Because 
Yeah. I don't have purple hair, ma. <laughs> yeah, lo. You right? You yeah. say, hey, how come your purple hair is so <laughs> your purple hair is so nice or so ugly, right? But I'm like, I don't even have purple hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah so but don't let it. Yeah. Yeah, but but let it slide. But we also listen and see yes. what are the bits that can apply or is there a potential? And we kind of just elevate the awareness and bring a lot of more mindfulness. Yes. yes. We also want to improve, lah. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not really super good at doing this. No, no, no. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, ah. Uh. So settled, ah. Uh. <laughs> we gotta eat our own shit sandwich, huh? Which is. <laughs> Which is we be ourselves. We do we. we do us. We do us, right? And continue to do that. Yes, but we we just qualify an opinion mm. and you know and just take what are the pieces that you think can apply and then let the rest like Yeah law. Mm. Yeah. So I, I think I told you before so right like we just enjoy ourselves yeah 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 and then we just do whatever we want I'm so happy because that day when we were having this conversation whatever uh. yeah you said all the things that you know I mm, in your head huh? I had in my head and I thought maybe nobody is going to vocalize so oh, really? yeah 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 but I'm glad we had that chat after the photo shoot that night you know we talked for about half an hour on the couch yeah about this Correct. and I realized that we are totally on the same page yeah mm. yeah but it's it's so nice to know know that there are people in the world who will give you such honest feedback. Yes, it takes balls to Without even vocalize. You. Exactly. And yeah. it's really the reason why someone says something like this is because they care enough. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we really, really appreciate the feedback. So this person, don't feel bad. Uh, don't feel bad. Uh. I, I know that you must be cringing right now. We didn't mention your name. <laughs> and it's not like, we're not saying like a bazillion people gave feedback like this, you know. It actually, it's just one person. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but you see, we, we value you so much that we want to address this. Yeah. yeah huh? Oh, there was one point also we can address. Which is? Which is, we tend to come across as always agreeing with each other. Our show of the moment. Yeah, yeah. So we always agree with each other. I don't think so, leh. No, huh? not really. Huh? It's just that sometimes before the show, we already had our discussion. <laughs> we already think through. We had a lot of debate. Like, you know, just... But I think it's because we respect each other so much that uh. like, even when we don't agree, it, we agree to disagree also. So Something it sounds like... like a, so it's an agreement, right? When you agree to disagree, it's an agreement in and of itself. We will not really fight and like, wow, stick out my position and yeah, you stick out your position yeah. and like, wow. Or like, I must convince you to and convert you to think like me. Yeah. Then I can feel good. We don't really do that. <laughs> no! <laughs> no, because there can be a lot of truths. You know, it's not, truth is not just one thing. Coexisting at the same yeah, time. There are many, yeah. many sides to truth, yeah? So we can all coexist, And we're yeah? peace-loving we people. Ah, we value other things more <laughs> than trying to convert someone to thinking like me. Yeah, so we have said all that. Let's mm. just continue to do our Hey, 14 minutes so we can wrap already. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what a long intro. You know, the listeners must be like thinking, yeah, I think I prefer Love Grams like, <laughs> because it's shorter. Look, see, this is in the spirit of being ourselves. We mm-hmm. try not to... Plan so much, right? Yes, yes, yes. And then if we chat, then we chat, no? Yeah. I mean, that's the whole idea of doing this in the first yes, place, yes, right? Yes, 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 yes. If not, we might as well go and be under like Gimlet. <laughs> yeah, everything is very produced. Correct. Very, very sleek. Mm. That's not us, what? Mm. I mean, maybe one day we can do a sleek one. Uh. Yeah, yeah, we can. A special episode. Yes, uh. and it's but, just called sleek. Yeah, but on a daily basis, that's not us. <laughs> All right, so today, wow, wow. I got 10 pages of notes. Eh. Wow. Today is part two of the previous episode. <laughs> 
it's called nightmare client. Because we just did dream clients. Hey, I got no notes eh, because I haven't really met a lot of nightmare clients. I think the notes is all in your system, right? <laughs> You're not like me. I got to really write down and structure. Yeah, and, a novel, you know, a mini novel. A mini novel. Novella. Yeah, novella. So I've got 10 pages mm. of notes and then um, we so discuss and we're going to split it into two. Lah, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's too long. Yeah, and I don't want to pack too much. Yeah. yeah. I think they will go in Because this first part is really very long. <laughs> All right, so, so, so this episode do it yourself, huh? What time pay, huh? I just go and chill downstairs. <laughs> okay, huh? you go and sleep, huh? Take a nap for 30 minutes and then come yeah. up. Huh? Then I'll still be yakking all along. I just go on Facebook. No, like, I know you have a job, you know. Your job is just agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what I do. So today we're going to talk about nightmare clients after having discussed about dreamy clients, right? Yes. So you know life, huh? I always say it's 50-50, right? You have mm. 50% good, you have got 50% bad. Mm. So let's talk about the bad clients. Oh. Love it. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about, firstly, you know, my definition. Uh, I love talking about definition. The kinds of nightmare clients. What mm. what do I think makes a nightmare client? So what do you think? I Sorry, know, uh, you can't I know, sleep. <laughs> I know how a nightmare client looks like. Uh, mm. But it hasn't really happened to me before. On a grand scale. On a grand scale. Not to the point that I had to hire the client. Mm. Never. Mm. Mm. But for me, one of the nightmare qualities would be... Last week, you talked about it already. Right? The top quality for you is respect, right? Respect. So wow. it's the opposite of respect, right? Res- is- no respect for mm. for my creativity no? mm. and what you hire me to do. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so, you know, disrespectful in the communication, sometimes physically or mentally mm. abusing us as creatives, mm. right? Um, wow, <laughs> mental abuse. Yeah, sometimes there scary. are those, you know, very manipulative kind, right? right. Uh, very emotionally charged kind of clients, right? Um, they can be dishonest. Oh, yeah, yeah, they can actually be very manipulative and then yep. they pit vendors against vendors mm-hmm, so that they can get the best price. You know, keeps changing his mind. Mm. Routinely demands free work. Mm. Okay. Consistently slow to pay and it interferes us with our cash flow. Yep. Okay. Nitpicks at our billables when the work has been done. Mm. Okay. So keep bargaining, right? So again, so back many, to value. Many changes. Yes. And hostile attitude, not cooperative. Can't articulate issues or why he or she is upset. Yeah. Right. Cannot explain, but just like show emotions and throw tantrums all the time. Mm-mm. Right. Having super harsh, unconstructive criticisms. Okay. Um, what else? Uh doesn't follow the expert of the create creative oh. that is being hired. Okay. Right. Then when something goes wrong, expect blame. you to fix the problem Mm-mm. and blame you. Okay. Or the kind which is Mr. Know-it-all, Little Miss Perfect. I know everything. They think that they know your job, how mm. to do your job, mm. okay? Um, and some even, like, they do racist comments, mm. okay? Or they kind of, like, very sexist, sexist uh, kind of sexual harassment sometimes even. You know, some clients with a lot of money and let's say you are a pretty young thing. Mm-mm-mm. They can, you know, try and give you a project, but then they kind of have some sexual kind of very subtle harassment, you know? Yep. Um, and sometimes uh, a client is nightmarish because the client also wants out because they're not happy with you. Mm. So they just act out and re- be very reactive. Right. Yeah. So this is the kinds of nightmare clients that Sounds you like can have. A very bad marriage. It is, right? Uh. So when we first start a business, right? We tend to, if we are like a new bal young thing and mm. you are like, you know, very fresh out of school and you mm. have really never been burned before, we tend to take in all kinds of clients. Yes. Right? Because we are naive la, mm. and innocent and think that the world is a beautiful place, right? Mm. But over time, because you get burned once, twice and three times, like me now, very scarred, right? You will learn what kinds of clients we like, 
what kinds of work we want to have more of and what kinds of client we should never take on. Yes, right. for the earlier ones, refer to the previous episode. Yes, yeah. So we had a really good one. Mm. Mm. So must you must remember, okay? You are running a business or you are a freelancer because you can do work uh, with amazing clients and on amazing projects. Your objective is not to suffer. Yeah, huh? That's correct. So it's not you, why you go and choose to be a freelancer yes, and still suffer? Right? Yes. So this should always be your north star. Don't forget that. Mm, okay mm, mm, mm. work doesn't have to be like you know work sounds like you have to slog mm. and almost feels like it has to be painful but no reframe your thinking about work work can be joyful and everybody can enjoy the process yeah we have a choice la. we have an we option have a choice. yes yes yeah. okay right so here are the consequences uh, of hanging on to problem clients mm. okay it comes with a cost right it drives you mad okay it drains your energy and if you work in a team, it actually drains the team morale. Mm. It affects everybody at the table. It affects the culture at work because you are condoning and allowing for abuse mm. right, and bad clients. Okay? And this is very important. For needy and demanding clients, right? it reduces your bandwidth to service other clients right. and to get new jobs. Mm -mm. So it ends up costing you. Mm. Okay? It affects your profit margin. So these are the consequences if you hang on to problem clients, mm. which is why we need to fire them when, mm. when the timing is right. Okay, so when is the right time to fire a client? Mm. Mm. When do you think is the right time? When? Uh, mm. When? When? When you can't take it anymore. <laughs> That's why when sh when you want to kill yourself, no? mm -hmm. it's time to yeah. But but that's a very very extreme case lah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not gonna encourage people to sack their clients mm -hmm. all the time, mm -hmm. right? To get to this point, mm -hmm. you really gotta take. You must a have exhausted lot. all options. Yeah, because most clients, I mean, if you get a bad client, you still want to honor your agreement, mm -hmm. and just finish it. Mm -hmm. And you know, sometimes right, you it's very difficult to sack your client. Mm -hmm. They can come back and and tell you. You are being very unprofessional. Yes. You know, by trying to get out of this agreement. Right. So yeah. you're being unprofessional, irresponsible, and like very childish. Yes. yes. And and also a lot of times you're in the middle of the project. You can't just go on. Mm -hmm. You know, the mm -hmm. the timeline is still there. Maybe mm -hmm. you have to, the things still have to be delivered. Exactly. So to get to the resort to sacking your client, it's going to be like really like hell on earth then you really choose this option yes I yes feel. yes so sometimes right it might be better to grit your teeth and, and just, just power through and see through the project then move on from each other yeah. on a better note yeah because some of these clients i know they can really make your life difficult for you mm -hmm. if you try to you know correct. end this prematurely correct correct and yeah. they can tarnish your reputation as well yeah, they, they can, can tell people around. yeah they go around telling people you know bad mouthing you and they stuff they want to sue you that kind of thing yes like make yes. it some drama yes so we're not advocating that you like, huh, fire, huh, fire, not trigger yeah, happy. Yeah, sign of trouble. No, 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 no. So yeah. that's why I have a checklist ah. for everyone before firing a client, ah, okay? okay? The number one thing is you must confirm that the client is indeed a problematic one. Okay, so you have to distinguish between a challenging project and a problematic client. Mm -mm. Because certain projects can be challenging. It doesn't mean that the client is problematic. Yes. Okay. Have you exhausted all options and there is no reasonable way to a reasonable way to resolve the situation, right? And then the relationship is just worsening. It isn't improving. Mm. Okay. So maybe uh, ways of um, exploring other options could be is there a way to talk to the client 
right? Um, a sincere heart-to-heart talk, redraw and manage expectations, you know, um, get um, a, a clearer brief from your client, mm. you know, because it could be like, oh, things are all over the place and there's a lot of confusion at this point in time. Let's sit down and relook at the brief. Yeah. And set expectations and deliverables. Or could it because um, you are working with a team member that is creating all the grief and the drama? Mm. So can you switch a better um, uh, colleague to work with this client? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So this is point number one. Point number two, this is very important. Have you done self-reflection and check your ego at the door? Could you be the problem? Could you be the problem? <laughs> right? And a lot of people who are like emotional um, child, they always think that, other people are the problem and they are not the problem. So if you always have to fire your clients, the then, common denominator is you. Uh, yes. Maybe. Uh, yes. Yeah, most of possible. the time. Yeah. So is it, because you know we are creatives, right? And then as, if let's say you're a freelancer, you have to wear so many hats. Mm. You got to do the creative work. You got to understand the brief. You got to service the client. Then you got to defend your work. Then you got to accept criticisms and feedback. And then <laughs> like, oh my God, then you get very schizo, right? And then your creative ego is utterly bruised. Yeah. And when you're bruised that way, it's personal, right? Mm-hmm. And you love your work so much, you tend to get rubbed the wrong way and mm. you might feel like, oh, this client is just being problematic. Okay? Mm. So are you being defensive? Are you being childish? Are you being petty? Yeah. When a client doesn't love your work, that doesn't mean they are problematic. It is not an equivalent. Huh? Yes, yes, yes. Okay? Yeah. So, mm. yeah, like recently, um, a creative that I follow on in Instagram, right? Mm. She has been posting like how um, some of her clients give her a lot of feedback about her work mm. and she feels very personally insulted, mm. you know? So I texted her and I told her like, actually, uh, try not to take it personally because clients have to give you negative feedback in order for the work to improve, right? Mm. And they have their idea of what they want mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean that the moment you get negative feedback is because they hate you. No, no, no. no. Or, it's 对事不对人嘛。对, or, mm. because, or even because they doubt your ability. Mm. It's not that they doubt your ability, but they are trying to fine-tune things mm-hmm. or tweak things. Mm-hmm. But the moment you get defensive, right, then mm-hmm. you... Yeah, well, then it's very difficult to work together anymore. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, because you start to make it personal. Yes. Then your whole working experience will be so yes, tough. Yes, But actually, it's not about you, it's about the work. Yes. Yeah. So I understand from both sides of the coin. On the one side, it's because design, right? If you're talking about design and creative work, right? It is not a commodity. It's not like selling a cup or a saucer. Correct. You have your own perspective. Yes, it is. Client it, has. Yes, it's something that's very fluid and esoteric, right? So mm. that's why it's very subjective kind of thing you're selling. Yeah. And it becomes comes so it's just there's so many ways to critique it that's that's why one of the things right like let's say when we do our photo shoots right Mm. we have to convince the client that this works because you have to remember clients are not experts at what you do Mm -hmm. so they will have their own point of view also Mm -hmm. but then they also follow your lead Mm-hmm. So let's say we are doing a shoot and then I I I have done the photo the image, right? Mm. So me or my producer, we if there's some like disagreement or mm. there's some kind of like confusion, right? Mm. We have to be able to defend the image. Yes. And to convince them that this is what is gonna work. Yes. Because yes. we are the experts. Yeah, but you have to articulate the why behind that also. That is your job. Yeah. 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 That's why as a creative, actually 
communication is very important. Yes, and you communication and, skills. And part of the communication skill is that before you communicate, you got to really put your ego on the at the side. Yeah, you don't yeah. bring your ego into the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is something that I didn't know last time. You know, mm. I thought as a creative, you just do your creative thing, right? And then the client will just accept what you do, right? But right. in the real world, they will have a lot of comments and exactly, opinions. Exactly, exactly. And you have to be the one to educate them. In correct, a way. correct. Correct. Mm. And educating doesn't mean that you're defending yourself and you're not open to changing. I think mm. you it, it's a to and fro experience, right? You're at a table. The client hired you, they have every right to tell you yes. how they feel about mm -mm. the first draft and then the second draft and then the third draft. But what we're talking about here is like after the 101th draft, they don't know what they want anymore. And yeah. then they still want to change and push pixel to the left, one pixel to the right, you know. That one is joker. This yeah. is not what we're yeah. talking about. Yeah, this is this is the nightmarish kind. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not talking about, you know, at the first time there is a disagreement or some feedback that is contrary to what you have presented, then yeah. you say, I want to fire you. So that doesn't qualify them as a nightmare client. No, not at all. Yeah. That's part and parcel of the creative process. Mm. And you are professional. Correct. Right? So whether you explain and convince them that why did you do the design this way, or you you have to check that their feedback is valid and you have to fine-tune and give them what they want. Mm. Mm, right? Correct, correct. Okay, huh? so we agree on that. Huh? Yes. Okay, the next point is, is the client costing you money and time? Mm. Okay, so I want you guys to think a little bit more when it comes to clients, we're not talking about just a one-time project. Mm. Sometimes we have clients that are on retainer. So this applies more to clients who are on a retainer mm. because you might want to fire them and stop that ongoing recurring relationship. Right. So that they don't continue to cost you. So an example is, for example, um, an example is, for example... <laughs> Um, for example, your client is on a monthly retainer. Mm. So you negotiated, okay, this is the package and I will do 100 hours worth of work for you per month. Mm -hmm. Okay, but consistently over the last two to three months, right, they have been demanding your work to be about 200 hours. Mm. So it's doubled. Yeah. So this is when you have to renegotiate terms or if they're not willing to pay you more, you have to fire them because it's costing you your money and your time mm. and it is not reasonable anymore. Okay, then of course, is your client being abusive to you and your team member? Are you calm and collected? You should never fire a client in the heat of the moment. Mm. Okay, so if you are feeling like very, very emotional and, and angry and frustrated, take a break. Go to the gym, run it out, you know, go and watch a movie, go and Netflix, wait a few days. Okay, especially the email that you have written, please do not hit send. <laughs> Oops. You know, at the heat of the moment, don't. Yeah. Okay, you can write. Please park it in draft. But best is not even write. Don't even write. Yeah. Until a few days later. Chill, yeah? Okay? And of course, if you just can't stand working with the client, it's keeping you up at night, heartache, heartburn, okay, don't torture yourself. Okay? Work is supposed to be joyful. Mm. So these are the checklists. This is a checklist that you can like qualify before you say, now I really want to fire the client. Mm. Okay? Any questions? No. Okay. Let's move on. Huh? Mm. Okay. How to fire a client. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, what's up, man? Rebecca, Rebecca. Daniel's Lim. <laughs> Rebecca's toe. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about something. We're going to talk about... What is Lito? Yes, what is Lito? Uh, we are not just a podcast. We have day jobs. Yes, we have day jobs <laughs> to pay the bills. Yes. Yeah, so guys, um, if you're wondering what we do, we mainly offer two things. Brand photography and... Creative consultancy. Yes, so brand photography is where Rebecca really truly shines. Okay, if you haven't seen her work, mm -hmm. where have you been? Okay, so go to our website, lytolabs.com. 
<laughs> 自己忘记自己的 URL， <笑>来 tonlabs.com/showcase， okay， and you will see some of the selected highlights and you know projects that we have done and look at Rebecca's amazing work. Thank you. And what do we do when we say we do creative consultancy? Okay, so creative consultancy means that if you have a business idea, a creative project, whether it's something that you haven't started or you're in the midst of it, or you're actually thinking of revamping and refreshing it because you're ready to go into Act Two from Act One, then come to us and we will sit down and we will talk shop. Right? We will go into the nitty gritty. We will go into the business objectives first, even before we do the creative and designing piece. We'll talk about how to strategize, how to brand, how to position, how to reach people, and then we talk about how to creatively create the assets for you, which will include things like brand photography, our brand identity design, website design, and even maybe content marketing pieces as well. Yeah. So to find out more, just check us out at lightolabs.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Thanks. How to fire a client? Okay. A few points. This is the good stuff, really. This is the good stuff. The how. Okay. Yeah. Now that you have decided that, okay, I want to fire the shit out of this client, right? Mm. How do you do it? Okay. Now because you are so agitated and frustrated and angry, that's why you want to stop this relationship. But always remember these few anchors. Always keep it classy mm. and professional and to the point.、Mm-mm. Okay. Politely explain the situation. Stick to the facts. Don't be drama mama about this. Don't be passive aggressive about this. Okay,、mm. adopt a professional and appropriate tone.、Mm. Okay, what is appropriate? You have to decide. Okay, sometimes you need to be stern.、Mm. Okay, but never be like angry and prissy and act like a princess because you never know where these people will be. Five years, ten years, fifteen years down the road, yeah, and it might come and bite you in the backside if you don't. And on a good note, lah. Yes. Okay. So the point is, you know, goyo, ah.、Uh, mm. Okay. You just pull off the goyo swiftly and clearly and decisively. Just pull.、Mm. That's it. You just rip off the bandaid like that swiftly. You don't go and drag it out, donah. So swiftly, cleanly. Pull off the goyo,、mm. okay. Cut off the limb. Yeah. So this is the tone and how to do it, right? Okay. Next is you need to set expectations of what to expect next. Like after firing, what's going to happen?、Mm. Okay. Offer what you can do during this transition and provide a firm deadline and cutoff date, and provide a list of deliverables, actions, items that you'll be providing the client、mm. after this email is sent. Like what next is very important.、Mm-mm. Okay. In your email. Or your phone call, the conversation. Don't lie, don't sugarcoat,、mm. don't profusely apologize and be very paise.、Mm. Be overly dramatic or blame the client.、Mm. Never do these、yeah. things. Okay, and I would never recommend firing and ending a relationship via email、mm. or a post-it note on the fridge. You know, don't do this kind of thing. Be a pro. Be a professional. Always try to do it in person or at the minimum. Over a phone call,、mm. don't fire a client over email. Okay, so do a proper handover and transition. And this is bonus, bonus. Ah,、uh. you can recommend some other good candidates who may be a better fit for them. Yeah. So I all, think that's quite important. Yes, you、don't、want to hand them, them off. The, Correct. Don't leave them in a lurch. lurch. Yeah. Yeah. Because you might not be a good fit for them for、mm. whatever reasons, right? So now that you know what they're like, there might be some other people who will love. You know, one、oh. person's nightmare can be a person's dream client. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So any questions? <laughs> no. We'll hurry. You 帮我讲一些话先。
Let me admire how how cute you look drinking water. Mm. <laughs> you don't make me choke my water. How, <clears throat> uh, how long more? Your notes? Uh, oh, this is the next bit, good bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I've told you the how to do it, right? I'm going to be even more specific. I'm going to give you the script. Wow! <laughs> that would be, be very useful. Very, very useful. Very, very useful. And I don't even have one script. I've got three scripts for you. So we just copy and paste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I can put on the website and then you can just download and cut and paste. Or, and then you can modify from there. This will act as a basis and a template. So I know firing people is not an enjoyable experience mm. and you might have difficulty in phrasing. You don't know how to yes. do it in a, like, for example, okay, then professional tone, appropriate tone, what do you mean? Mm. You know, how do I check my ego at the door and leave my emotions off the email? How do I even do that? I'm going to teach you. Tell okay. Us. So the first template is, uh, listen, uh, okay. So I'll say something like, uh, for example, if you're my nightmare client, right? <laughs> I'll be like, dear Rebecca, after doing strategic analysis this on our long term- This is not email, right? Uh, yeah, it can be email and then in also person. you supplement in phone call or you can just call that person and uh-huh. just say, hey, dear Rebecca, after doing some strategic analysis of our long-term goals, um, we've decided to shift our focus to only serving a specific subset of customers going forward. So we're shifting our business. Okay. okay? So we're not focusing on this kind of jobs anymore. Mm. So that's it. I regret to inform you that we won't be able to continue working with you uh, as of this particular date, mm. uh, maybe next month, first of, first of next month. Uh, as you move forward in looking for other providers, may I recommend, you know, mm. that you check these people out. And uh, I following this email, this is what I will make sure that the transition is good. These are the deliverables that I will hand over to you. And I'll make sure that I won't leave you in a lurch. Thank you. That's nice. Right? It's professional, right? And, you know, I think... But that's you, for a retainer kind of... Yes. So you say like, la. thanks for your understanding. Below is a list of next action steps that you can expect from us. Okay. Uh-huh. Then you always end with a list of action steps. Huh? You mm. don't just come and like, bang sai and then leave. Huh? <laughs> You're going to tell people, this is how I'm going to clear up the mess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How you wrap things up. This kind of template is very good because it shows that you're making a responsible and professional business decision. Okay. Right. And it sets clear expectations of the relationship moving forward. So there's no ambiguity. Mm-mm. Okay. And it allows you to sever the relationship cleanly and professionally. It's your job to manage the client expectations. So it's like the Goyo again, huh? when you rip it off cleanly, swiftly, professionally. So I see that you don't really include the reason. No, you don't. Why? There can so never be a good reason. So you don't blame them. You don't. And, you yeah. leave the reason. There's no, there's, if you tell the reason, the client become, is going to be very pissed off. Yeah. Right? And and the reason is very personal to you. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Right? Um, yeah. So it gives the opportunity to for you to also send competitors your less than ideal clients. So this is a mm. sneaky outcome. Oops. Yeah. If you are doing recommendation. Yeah. Okay. So that's the first template. Okay. The next script that you can use is something like this. Okay. Like, oh, dear Rebecca, you know, it's been great working with you for the past few months, you uh. know, but due to personal reasons, as of this particular date, I'm no longer able to assist you with blah, 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 mm. this project. Um, I'm sorry, it's short notice, but after thinking about how to approach this as professionally as possible, I've decided it's best for me to be upfront and honest with you as soon as I can. Okay, so you can feel free to elaborate a reason if you have, like a personal reason that you have, but don't lie, don't lie, don't sugarcoat, and you don't have to. You don't you have don't to provide that personal. Yeah, but mm. if you want to, this is where you can add in, right? And then you can always say, oh, you know what? I'm going on maternity leave or my uh, physically my health is just not so good. And it can be very true mm. because the client has been causing you a lot of grief and you're feeling unwell. Mm. So I'm just, just not feeling very well during this season. I want to take care of my wellness and whatever, you know? So right. I'm not taking on any more jobs at this point in time. So then you can continue and say, to avoid an interruption in service, please find another person who can meet your needs, right? And I'll do my best to send you some recommendations and make sure that they are as... 
um, few issues as possible during this transition period. Mm. So again, and with thanks for your understanding and your support for the past few months. Uh, below is a list of what you can expect from me between now and the deadline. Mm. List of action steps. So this is great for freelancers. Yeah. Okay. And that's good, right? Yeah. Okay. Then the last script is this. Okay. This is when you are direct but polite. You just say, uh, Dear Rebecca, recently I've been noticing some problems with our working relationship. Mm. Um, although it's not easy to say, I think that another vendor or company may be a better fit for you and your specific needs, okay? As of this date, my company, my team, myself won't be able to assist you with this project any further. Thank you for understanding. Below is what you can expect from us between now and the deadline. List of action steps. This is great because it's direct and polite and you rip off the koyo. Cleanly. So you you never ask it as a question. No, no like, you decide and you is deliver. It okay, if we end this. No, 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 no. Then no, you're uh. being wishy washy and you're opening up a can of worms, mm. right? You be decisive and you commit to it and you manage the expectations. You manage the narrative and the direction of where this conversation is going and it's finalized. Okay, it's clean. Okay. Remember, cleanly, politely, uh. professionally. If you like, say, oh, oh, uh. can I? Uh, maybe. What do you think? Right. Then yeah. you are not ripping off the koyo. Uh. You are like ripping a bit, and then like uh, plaster it back again a bit. Then pull <coughs> a bit. Then you know the hair. Everything is just like oh, you're just prolonging uh. the pain. Right. Just rip it off. You've made all that decision. You've done the checklist. You've thought this through cleanly. Then you just execute mm. with confidence. Mm. And if you have no confidence, just refer to my script. <laughs> okay, but okay, so when you do this, sometimes the client will be very aggressive, yeah, right, and they will push back, they can be abusive again, right? Yeah, so if they come back, okay, no matter what they say, this is what you return with, huh? another uh. script, huh? bonus, huh? Uh. you just say, Thank you for your feedback, but this decision is final, Woo. as Woo. mentioned before. Here is a list of what to expect between now and the deadline. Thank you, show. <laughs> clean, polite, Goodbye. to the point, yes. You control, you take control back. What if they say, I want to sue you? Okay. So, yes, I'm going to talk about occasions when... You lose money. Yeah, I'm going to talk about occasions when you can't fire. And I've I've been in jobs where I got sued before. Yes. Okay. Yes. And that's how ridiculous the suing the... Like, but is it valid? Not valid. They can't go to court. Yeah, because they have got emotional issues, right? (laughs) And they they will threaten and they will say this and that, right? Um, so whatever you do in a communication, you must set clear expectations, be professional and firm, and you finalize the relationship. It is very important that it's mm. finalized. Okay. Right. Occasions when you can't fire. Okay. There are caveats, right? When you really need the work and the money, please don't go and self-sabotage. Just see through the project. Die, die also. Yes. And then see, see if you can find a better client and then replace it. And mm. then you go through the same thing by Mm-mm. firing or just ending a relationship. Maybe not firing, but just deciding to end a relationship on a good note. Yeah? Okay. Um, when you are working for or with someone else, so you cannot just fire because there are other people involved. Mm-mm. So you cannot just, like for example, Rebecca, you and I were in a, 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 a maybe a, project together mm-hmm. and then because of my emotional issues I get into some trouble with the client mm. but then I just decide to fire the client without even talking to you mm. so don't do this kind of thing okay right. if you're in a team if you're a solo you're a freelancer you're a solopreneur then you can make the decision but when there are other people involved please don't go and fire a client like that mm-hmm. okay make sure you talk to your team members first another one is when you will get sued okay make sure you know when you fire a client you do it within the confines of a contractual agreement yeah you don't don't land yourself into trouble it's really not worth it okay mm. because it might compromise your integrity your reputation and your financial situation mm-hmm. okay so be very very mindful about that yeah okay then when you are everything is qualified or whatever the last point is really don't wait to fire a client okay make the decision 
commit to it, even if it scares you, even if you don't like it. You're, it's not for you to like this. You don't have to like it. Okay? Yeah. But you do it out of respect for your client, for yourself, and the universe. Mm. Okay? And understand that it will be an emotionally charged experience, but this is a big milestone in your growth as an entrepreneur, as a creative, as a freelancer, and you should celebrate. To have the balls yeah, to so after you sack your Bang, bang. Okay. Ooh. You go and celebrate and mm. case closed. And then you grow from there and you learn that, okay, these are the kinds of clients that I um, don't, don't want, even want to take I don't on want to, yeah, in the first place. Near, okay. Yeah. Then letting them go gets easier with experience and practice. Mm. <laughs> it was quite fast. I really raced through oh, my notes. Sure, huh? Yeah. But okay, okay. Well, that was quite Helpful, informative. Huh? Helpful, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I hope I don't have to fire a client. Then of course not. Sensitive to, you know, potentially nightmarish this clients. This should always be the last of last resorts mm. to fire. Mm. You know, try everything else. Mm. You can also play a show. Yeah. So I hope that um, this gives you guys a framework and a thinking process and also really clear actionables of how to do this. Mm. So I don't want to leave you in a lurch as well. I tell you actually how to do it. Yeah. What's the thinking process? What's mm. the checklist process? Then when you decide, you commit how you execute. I love how practical this is. It is. It's supposed no, to be practical. As in like, you are literally telling people like, just use this template. Yes. How to and fire. just do this. Yes. Do that. Yes. But yeah. of course, prevention is better than cure. Mm. So, um, the next five pages of the notes, we do another episode and that's how you actually qualify Mm-mm-mm. and acquire good clients for yourself. There's we a strategy. on that in the previous episode. Yes, but we didn't deep but dive. This is a deep dive. Yes. So, the previous episode when we talk about dream clients, we talk about... We we need to do a discovery call, Mm-mm-mm. right? And we qualify and it's a meeting of potential meeting of uh, uh, minds and mm. soul, right? And uh, we need to know if we are a good fit. But now we're going to talk about how you deep dive into this discovery call. What goes on? What are the questions? What's the framework? I'm mm. going to give you a template as well. Yeah. Then you can, I'm going to talk about the different kinds of clients. There are four broad categories and each category has a different kind of priority. So you need to know where you are as a creative, which category fits you the best at what stage mm. and what is the best there is actually a best category that we should all aim for but we might not be ready for it and then there's a holy grail category but it requires you to have mastery because if not you're not ready to actually mm. get there so i will tell you what are the four categories what their priorities are and how do you follow up with them if you after you discern what the priorities are and which category it is, it's all very informed and you can close the deal. Wow. <laughs> are you excited yet? Woo! I'm <laughs> so excited. Ming Lao Shi. Ming Lao Shi. You're so good. Ming Lao Shi, you're I mean, I've been burned. Eh? I'm a fossil and, I'm, and I'm sharing, I'm trying to expedite and, you know, be a catalyst for you and expedite your learning experience. Hopefully, not so steep. Make, yeah. it, make it like nicer and gentler for you. Yes. But sometimes you still and got the long PRC first. Like. You got the long PR, then you know how it feels also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But this is like a crash course. Correct. Huh? I'm so trying people to, have to go through that short kind of circuit shit. for you. Yeah. 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 It reminds me of this because I was listening to Tim Ferriss' podcast mm-hmm. and you know Derek Sievers, right? Mm. I love Derek Sievers. I love him. So he was on the podcast recently right? mm. and then he talked about this uh, one of the most important people in his life mm-hmm. who changed his life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he was, uh, he was, as a young person, he decided to go to Boston to study at Berkeley, like Caleb. Mm. Yeah. So he... Music? 
music. Oh. So he wanted to be a famous musician, right? right. So before he went to Berkeley, right, he mm. actually saw an ad for a music teacher or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he answered the ad. Mm. Like it's very woo-woo. So he answered the ad and then the person said, if you want to supercharge your learning, if you want to really make it become really good as a musician, you come to my house on Tuesday. So who is this person? So oh he God. really went. Wow. And then when he went, right, the teacher didn't expect him because he was like, uh, most people, right? Would not even turn I up. I tell them to come on Tuesday, they wouldn't turn up. You are the only one so far, something like mm, that. So what happened? So what happened is that because of this guy, right, um, Derek Sievers graduated his degree from his degree in two years instead of four years. <gasps> so you know what happened? I don't know. So this guy, right, basically he said, you don't need to follow the rules in school. Mm. Um, university lectures, right, are for like the mm. you know, because they have to, to cater to so many people. Yes. Right? So that pace is for the slowest one. Right. It's the lowest common denominator way of teaching. Correct. Mm. So there are a lot of ways you can do it. Mm. So he teach him law. So he said, firstly, right, um, for those courses that you think that you don't want to go for the class, just buy the book and then go to your lecturer <laughs> and then ask them whether you can take the test. Take the exam. Straight away. Straight away. Wow. And that's like totally thing out of the box, right? Right. So Derek Silvers was like, what? You you mean you can do that? Yeah, he didn't know. Mm. So he really tried it. So Mm. like uh, there were many like courses that he felt like a bit waste of time, right? You can Mm. just read the book. Mm. So he did that. He Mm. bought the textbook and he went to the teacher and he took the exam and he just passed them. Oh my God, fast track. Fast track. And the other amazing thing is, so the teacher said, okay, now I'm going to teach you all the things that you need to learn in four lessons. Uh, two hours each. What? So what he did was that he just like teach him, right? In a super fast pace. Like, okay, you know, okay, because I, I don't really know music. La, like, mm. yeah, so all the music terms, la, like, you know, uh, this sharp and then like this jazz theory thing. So this is what he's, he taught him in a really super fast pace. Wow. Two hours. And then he said, okay, now you come to me another two hours for the next month. Mm. And, and that's it. That's it. So it's all condensed, compact. Wow. Yeah. And then because of that, he graduated in two years. Yeah. Rather than four wow, years. This is so cool. And then since then, Derek Sievers internalized this thing of like thinking out of the box. Mm. So he doesn't do things by the rules. On. Mm, yeah. yeah. Because you see, now he's he, quite, rea- mm. he realized that actually the, the common way of doing things is quite stupid. Sometimes. Not the best way. Yes. Not, often not the best way. The mm. counterintuitive or the paradoxical it's way. It's a smarter, must, smarter way to It's do smarter. It. Yes. So, yeah. That's why I love Derek Sievers. Mm. Is, and, and he was inspired by this random music teacher. Wow, like this is so inspiring. Yeah. I also want to be like that. So you were just doing the very fast Ra- one. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, it's good because then mm. you don't have to listen through like two hours to learn. Correct, correct. And mm. I don't want this episode to be just like where we are just commiserating in our misery and talking about and complaining <laughs> and bitching about, you know, nightmare clients. That's like, not oh, what I want I to... I had this Yeah, then client. you know, I talk about, wow, this is you know, like a bitch, you know, walao, walao, I want to screw him, you know. What's the point? Yeah, you There's just no give upside. the action. Yeah, move just on. I want you to commit the decision, but make sure you qualify it, okay? Mm. And that make sure that it's not your problem. Make sure that the client is really problematic. Okay, then let's just end this misery and how to do it. Execute it and then buy, celebrate. Go and like nice. buy champagne and pop a champagne. Love it. Yeah. yeah. That's it, man. That's it. All right. Thank you, I know some of them. Hey, I saw this Instagram story. <laughs> cool, uh, um, hand drawn. Yeah, not hand 
呃、uh, ，hand drawn 的那个呃、uh, friend， so two of them， <laughs> I think they they yeah is it yeah Yue Han or something like that right？ So she oh my god the posted the sticky notes with notes there. I'm like this is a dream scenario for a 老师 when you have students like that you know and you're probably the one sitting right in front. I'm that kind of I'm that kind of student. You were that kind. I'm the kind of student that you know in primary school, secondary school, JC, university. You sit in front. Sit in front, and every question I put up my hand. Oh my god. Very annoying. <laughs> I was also the kind who sit in front because of my height. But oh. I was sleeping. Oh, and then the teacher would be like, "Wow, this person sit in front also there to sleep." Wow. Yeah. Then wow. Then the Chinese teacher really cannot take it. Okay, you know when I put up my hand, right? All、mm. the time to answer questions is because I'm always very involved and I want to share. I don't care about giving a wrong answer, so I just want to tell people what I think, right? Yeah. But I realize that actually this is a very good strategy for those people who don't want to answer questions. You just appear <laughs> to be very on <laughs> in the beginning when the syllabus is still easy,、oh. right? And just be very very active, right? Until the teacher automatically don't even want to ask you already. Yeah, really. Then leave you alone for、What、the rest. I really of- don't know. No, no. So in the beginning, oh, the, only in the beginning, the syllabus is very simple, ma. So it's still easy. You can always everything, right? Ah,、oh. uh, so you're just investing so that in the future you don't have to put out your hand anymore. So no, but, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm like that. I'm saying that I. I realized that my teacher didn't want to call me anymore. But you genuinely, sincerely wanted to answer. Yes, anytime. So you were、time. really so enthusiastic as a kid. I am very enthusiastic. You know what Dia asked me about you、what? in Penang? <laughs> he, he, she asked me, "Is Daniel the real deal?" Ah, what do you mean? Because he never seen such a positive and enthusiastic person, <laughs> and who has thought through life and really execute. Things really that he he preaches. That's,、oh, that's what she thinks. Her perception of me lah. She's wondering because tell her, her tell her that's her perception lah. No, I thought he's really like that. Okay. okay. Whatever yeah, he yeah, preaches,、yeah. he really acts it. He really yeah, does yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people who don't practice or they preach, but Daniel is not like that. No, I'm the real deal. He's really like that. I'm like that, right? You've seen <laughs> me, right? You you travel with me. Yeah, I'm the real deal. Yeah. So do I look like a freak to her? No, it's just very different from the kind of people that probably. You know the thing is,、some. I don't know how people see me,、mm. and I don't know how people see me because I've been like that <laughs> since day one. No, but you know, actually, you are like Tim Ferriss, for example. People、just、also the, think the Singapore version. Yeah, no, or Tim Ferriss, Tony Robbins. Oh, are they think, the real deal? Are they the real deal? Oh, off stage, are they、what? like that? Yeah, like they just say what you know.、Oh. But, Can they really practice all the things that they say? Oh, okay, okay. It's not so easy to live this like perfect. Um, no, my life is far from perfect, and I'm constantly learning. I also make mistakes, and、mm-hmm. I forget some of the the things that I teach as well. <laughs> you do, huh? I do have my blind spots, and、uh, that's why、uh, I need to have my own coach as well. Brooke Castillo,、mm. Mama, you know, and all my leader leads and whatever. I need to have my coaches to to have accountability because I'm fallible. I am human. I'm not perfect. You're not an angel, of course not. Of course not. I'm a bunny. I'm a rabbit. <laughs> I'm a Ling Xianggu. Ling Xianggu, 很久没有播这个了。对对 ，Yeah. Oh, so Dia, if you're listening, I'm the real deal. Ah,、uh. you can come and qualify me. Come and check. You can take off his clothes. All right. So、okay. today's um. My song, Unbreak My Heart. <laughs> yes, my song is the Chinese version of this song. <laughs> Just now, I was, I played it for Dan. The beginning got... is the same as Unbreak My Heart, man. But、yeah. it's not Unbreak My Heart. No, it's not. It's just some random song that I kept listening in、Recently. in Japan. In yeah,、Kanazawa. why? What happened? Because I heard it in a restaurant. 
in when Canada? I was no no in Singapore. Oh, and I was like, wow, shit, that's the best song from the nineties. Not the best, but like, <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> uh, she looks like my nephew. <laughs> uh, a bit. Eh? Yeah, I think a bit. Oh, I love her. Like, I, love- I just love this song. La, so I just mm-hmm. want to share it. It's not relevant at mm-hmm, all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but it's relevant because the English version, Unbreak My Heart, is about, you know, no, like. Ask your client to unbreak. Uh-huh. Yes. Or you unbreak your own heart <laughs> by firing the <laughs> yeah, client. Yeah. Okay, okay. yeah, so it's a good choice. All right, my song is Wow, this is a great song about the fragility and breakup nature of relationships of huh. some relationships right? and how some relationships Chinese or English, English and, and you will know this song um, and that some relationships are rooted in anxiety mm. okay and then sometimes so this is like a nightmare, nightmarish client right like you might be living day to day wondering where is this relationship going <laughs> is it going anywhere is it going to end when is it going to end <laughs> you know is it gonna- yeah but I think the the a uh, message behind this song is a positive one. Um, it's that sometimes we might lose a person, we might lose a client, but as part of that journey, we find ourselves. Wow, what song? And that is everything. <laughs> Do let me see. I'll let oh. you see. Ah. My friend Emily will like this song. Yeah, so she enjoy likes. and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.
是心中的感慨万千，当作前世来生相欠。你说是我们相见恨晚，我说。
，万秋，哎，是你 ，very happy 嘞。为什么呢 ？Because this person has come to the end of our podcast. This person just spent I don't know how long listening to our podcast. Yeah, so we want to thank you for sticking through the podcast. Thank you, thank you. We really, really love you guys.、Mm-hmm. I hope you feel it. Yes, feel the love. Can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>